Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect, whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee, sounds perfect. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. (laughs) It works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you could have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's Ben approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. 
What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Everybody, it is another episode of the very semi-famous, the very (laughs) exciting, and the very lovely Almost Famous Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Ben. The semi-famous podcast. That is a really cool interpretation of our name. I'm Ashley. And uh, this week we do have your batch bracket rule of the week. And there is no rule this week because we're only down to three people. So keep signing up. Keep filling it out. See if you win. Uh, We'd love to meet you. We have good turnout so far, Ashley, on this thing. Let's keep it going. I would love to. Um, All right. Well... Ben, how how are you doing? This is like the first host chat segment that like I feel like we have n- nothing to talk about. What do you mean? My life's super exciting, Ashley. <laughs> well, Ashley, I, <laughs> I have been going to bed with my wife at about 7:45 in the PM because it gets dark. We have been turning on a Christmas movie and for the last okay. 3 nights. So one of my favorite things, I'll tell you this, one of my favorite things now in the world is when uh, Jessica lays her head on my chest as we watch a movie. So like we'll be laying there and she'll uh, she'll just cuddle up real close, put her head on my chest. The only problem with that is it takes about 25 minutes at most for her to be doing the whole like sleep wiggles. You know what I'm talking about? When they like you fall asleep and you start like running in your sleep. She does that. So about 8.30, she falls asleep in about 5, 10 She's wide awake downstairs making coffee. Ready oh my to go. god, that's horrible. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not up at that point. My uh, my alarm doesn't go off for another hour after that. But still, um, it that's been our 5 week. Been a lot of Christmas movies. Uh, a lot of uh, a, a lot of great time with my wife back here in Denver. Uh, we are back in the swing of things. She is giving as many facials and dermaplanes as she can, and I mm-hmm. am catching up on everything missed for the last few weeks. But Ashley, a uh, big opening night for Audrey's Coffee Shop. Uh, we, did, I do th- we did have a big week. I lied before when I yeah. said we had nothing to talk about. Ben's even been involved heavily this week in the opening of Audrey's Coffee House and Lounge. Our opening night, I, I didn't mean to do a head count, but I would assume there have been close to 400 people there. It was massive. It was. So thank you, Bachelor Nation, for coming out in droves. That's amazing. In the very supportive Rhode Island community. That was awesome. Ben said that he thought we had enough coffee for a while, but said that we flew out of it, given that we were only open for like seven days and needed a rush order. We have been roasting and overnighting coffee now for the last three days to this coffee shop because you sold out of about as much coffee as I expected to last you three weeks. And so no way. Oh yeah. So you have like really 
really started out on a good foot. I mean, I estimated oh, this you. based on our Golden Coffee Shop, which is a very great coffee shop here in Golden that does really well. Uh, and you guys just dominated it. So congrats on the opening. It has been a big week. Um, things will get smoother uh, and easier. But I know from everything that I've read and heard, that place is really, really cool. Oh, thank you so much. You talk about all your cozy Christmassy moments with your wife. And I'm jealous because I feel like, where's my husband? I yeah. feel like a stay at home wife right now because mm. uh, Jared is at the coffee shop like 16 hours a day. Yeah. And uh, we haven't had a lot of quality time lately, which sucks, especially around this time of year where we would definitely be doing the Christmas movie watching, but it's okay. All will settle into place eventually. I'm thinking probably like March or April. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, celebrate then. Well, uh, everybody, this is Mintel All Week uh, for The Bachelorette, and this is Michelle's season of The Bachelorette. It was a unique Mintel All. There was a lot of drama, a lot of fighting, uh, a lot of uh, just unexpected fan cameos and things happening to spice up the Mintel All. Uh, this is Caitlin and Tasha's second um, hosting of, am I right? Yep. The second hosting of the Mentel All. I thought they did great. Uh, some of the big storylines in this Mentel All that we'll dive into is is Tasha has to walk out of Mentel All um, due to uh, the conversation she was having about her breakup. We'll talk about that. We're also going to talk about the drama amongst the men and then tease and talk about what we think of the next season of The Bachelor, which they confirmed, I guess, during this episode, or I don't know, but... I think they confirmed it last week. Okay, well, they confirmed it last yeah. week. Uh, Clayton is The Bachelor, and uh, and they showed a sneak peek of his season, which was full of drama, as we had to expect. It looks better than the teaser for this season looked. It does. Um, I think uh, I think that poor Clayton guy is a nice guy. I think this thing was uh, probably very hard for him to navigate, which is not a criticism on Clayton as a human. I just think that he's a nice guy who cared a lot um, and uh, and probably walked into something that he did not expect. You mean he he accidentally said I love you to three people? Yeah, what a <laughs> Putting mistake. Putting you to shame, Ben. What a mistake. That's what I said. I... I <laughs> I, I posted it last night. I was like, you know what? I hope at some point everybody has during this holiday season a moment to reflect on my season of The Bachelor and go, you know what? We gave that Ben guy a, a hard time and he deserves an <laughs> apology. I know. Oh, the things that have happened since to think that that was dramatic, right? Oh, my goodness. Well, time moves on. Well, hey, uh, let's take a break here, Ashley. When we come back. We are going to do the Mintel All Breakdown and also hot topics of this week within Bachelor Nation. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. 
We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? (laughs) Yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. (laughs) (laughs) Or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, Say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melody. Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, 
and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877-351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Let's talk about something we all can relate to, hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns, ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. For real, Nair's new scents turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip and I was like, this is so awful, but I, I do like need to do it. <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long. Oh, no. Ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let them sit there for a little bit. And it's so much better than shaving. They also have like, um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. Really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I said that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Caitlin and Tasha start out men tell all they are still the host and mentors. Live shows are always a, uh, a big deal. I think for me to watch them as hosts because I can't be easy and it's totally different than you know, hosting the show where it's like little cameos and conversations. Uh, I thought they did great. Yeah. I thought they did really well. It's so much harder than doing the little like, hi guys. So today, yeah, Michelle wanted you to know, you know, conducting a live show in front of a studio audience is pretty, is pretty crazy. So they did, they did do a great job just reiterating how we feel about those ladies. I will say though, Different than men tell alls of the past where they really let these guys go at it. And in fact, if you noticed watching it, there was moments where Kaylin and Tasha rolled their eyes and said, oh, geez, when somebody would speak up too often or they kind of like let these things go on longer than we've seen in the past. OK, I, I can I vibe you on that. Not that not that that's bad. It's just like. It's just what it was kind of their style. And I I mean, as a viewer, Ash, I don't fully dislike it because I want to see what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I want them to be kind of like fans. 
So I actually thought the first half of Mental All was a lot stronger than the second half. Mm. When I think about the memorable moments, oddly, um, it was between characters that probably weren't there very long. Yeah. For me, my standout moments, and maybe like because it's it's Mental All and there there's like a lot of filler content in it. Do you want to just kind of go through the episode like with what stood out to you and what yeah. stood out to me? Yeah. Well, okay. I do agree with you. Uh, I thought Romeo stood out to me. Uh, and uh, Romeo, I've always been a fan of. I thought he, you know, he's very intelligent, obviously, with his pedigree and education and kind of what he does for a living. I also just thought he seemed very comfortable during his time on The Bachelorette. I thought he was released very early. I, I don't know why. Um, yeah. He kind of reminds me of the uh, John Hersey's, I think that's his name, where who's with whoever's with um, Katie now, Katie. Uh, you know. I was a big fan of John and then he got let go and I still have the Instagram. Oh my gosh. Ben, what? it's all coming back to me now. Yeah, remember? It's all coming back. You were a huge fan of John. Yeah. He was like your dark horse. Yeah, he was my and dark now horse. He's dating her. I knew it. I, I People just need to listen to me more, Ashley. That's the thing is I just, I, I predicted it. I still have the Instagram message where he said, hey, I heard you spoke nicely of me. Thanks for that. Like, I did. I thought he. I thought he had a lot going for him, and and then look at it now. So, and I thought they looked good together. Funny. Yeah, I know. I know. How funny. Okay, so Romeo was a standout to you. His hair was a standout to me. I did not like the new do. I, I maybe that's going to be a trend. I mean, maybe just maybe that comes like we'll see it spread across the country because of this year's you know season of The Bachelorette. But anyways, okay. So back to a big moment that first stood out to me. Uh, was obviously the Will and Peter drama. Will calling I mean, Peter a that narcissist. That was my favorite part. Wild. That was the best part of the whole episode. I mean, so contentious and so dramatic. So, Ashley, I want to hear from you. As you watch this on uh, television, what is going through your mind as these two people, two seats from each other, are just going back and forth? Well, okay, so Will says that Peter should have gone on Shark Tank if he was wanting to promote a business. And it all stems from that drama they had about... It was Will calling Peter a narcissist, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and then remember Peter ended up throwing the Top Gun jacket into the pool. It was all crazy and overdone. But now we see that Will is... So obviously writing horrible reviews about Peter's pizza place online. And now as like a cafe owner, I know how absolutely detrimental that is. Terrible. And I have so much. I'm like, this is so not cool, dude. No. You can't do this. Um, So I was definitely team Peter in all of it. And uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Well, it is. It's it's super detrimental to a business. I it, it, you just really have to dislike somebody and want to see somebody like fail to do like that. Like there there have been yeah. people in my life that I am not fans of, uh, that I that I just don't get along with, that I don't see eye to eye with. That maybe we've had. You wouldn't our, do that. Well, it just wouldn't come to mind. Like you, no. like the idea that you would take action to then go out and hurt that person is is very odd to me. Now, I don't think Peter handled himself well on the show or even on Mentel. I thought uh, he he 
was a very confrontational. It felt like the men there still don't really like him, uh, that he was probably pretty annoying. But it doesn't take away from the fact that Will went out of his way to leave, the, leave, leave these reviews, and I just can't get behind that. Like, I can't say that was a funny thing or a good thing. It was, it was honestly a little disturbing. Yeah, yeah. It was, like, evil. Yeah. The, uh, it was bad sold. Bad sold. Bad sold. So that starts out their drama. It moves into the, just a note before we get too far along to where uh, some guy, which I thought was one of the weird parts of this show, oh, comes out. This is weird. And serves, and serves Will um, for defamation. Um, but I'm like, dude. Do you know that you've now put yourself in the public figure realm? Yeah. You cannot sue for defamation at this point. Oh, no. It's just like, it's it's pretty much impossible. You're never going to win it. Um, and there, you, you, But it was odd to me. So this happens, right? And I'm like, is this real? Is this not real? Probably not real. I think it was fake. But yeah. then P- Peter goes, this is just a taste that will ha- what will happen on uh, in real life. And I was like, okay, this isn't real. Like, P- Peter said that line. I was like, oh, this is all fake. Like, super odd. Super weird to have happen, but like still spice things up and that heightened the drama a little bit more. Um, so, okay, moving into the next big dramatic thing for me, you might have something different, but I'll, I'll stop here and say Ryan's little segment uh, for his very short time on this show. Uh, Men Tell All really highlighted Ryan and his, uh, his moment of uh, celebrity by pretty much uh, tanking himself with a playbook for how to be on The Bachelorette. This this segment went on for a long time. I was surprised by it. I still don't think it was the biggest deal ever. And they also were trying to villainize him by saying that his dream girls didn't look like Michelle and insinuating that, like, he wouldn't be into a girl like Michelle. But, like, just because your celebrity crushes don't look like the person you're dating doesn't mean that you're not attracted to them. No. Again, he did a terrible job of explaining himself. He he definitely went with the whole, like, I'm just going to throw apologies out here to see if it sticks. Uh, yeah. It didn't. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't think he was meant to be with Michelle. I don't think his exit on night one was a loss to the show or a loss for Michelle. Uh, but 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 they really highlighted it. And, uh, and they really made it a thing. Pardeep, even, goes at Ryan during this whole thing. Like, Pardeep steps up. And just pretty much says uh, that Ryan has no integrity. Uh, I don't know if that's true, and I don't know Ryan at all, but I was shocked to see that coming from Pardeep. That's like a bold thing to say for somebody who's only known a person for a matter of hours on night yeah. one. Very bold. Huh. Yeah. What, what stood out to you then? There's so many guys that I did not know their names <laughs> sitting up there. Yeah. I mean, have I- you ever like seen a tell all where you forgot so many of the men no and i wonder why i wonder if that's just because of the but, but i can't even blame it on that because like Tasha's season we knew a lot of the guys sitting up there right we had memories of them yeah. um i wonder if so it, it wasn't a pandemic thing it wasn't yeah i i don't know uh why the 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 cast that was not like the final three or four really five did not stand out to us yeah it's very weird i will say that watching clayton's preview seeing them back at the mansion and seeing them traveling to places again yeah. was refreshing. I didn't realize how much I missed it and maybe how much it contributes to the show. No, I agree with that. 
No, and I miss the mansion. I miss having the familiarity of seeing them in the hot tub or in the pool or, you know, in, in the sitting areas, I, even the rose ceremony room. Uh, that's going to be fun to go back to and to see them within it. It's going to be uh, kind of, I mean, for as many changes that have happened in the last year and a half to this show, it's going to be a little bit of familiarity that I think many viewers are wanting and and probably needing if they're going to continue to be huge supporters of the show. And, you know, we hope they are. But uh, I'll move us through this then. Ashley, the next big standout moment is Martin. Uh, we see Martin again. Martin had a terrible exit. Awful exit. Uh, oh, very bad. Yeah, really he bad. He does, he does nothing to redeem himself here for me. I know he apologizes, but... He just he he's appalled. It's just what he's got to do, and I just get like weird vibes from him. It, it does feel like this season had a lot of people that we had like odd encounters with, like more villains per se. Maybe not standout villains. Like I don't know if any yeah. of these people are going to be like guys that made you feel weird. Like you did mm-hmm. not want to be friends with them. You didn't want to be around them. Like Jamie. Like I like resent him through the tv like i don't want to be near him he makes me nervous yeah he had you had like a reaction to him well it doesn't stop then because right after martin uh we have chris so like right away we have a bunch of confrontations now again i want to highlight this this doesn't always happen on the mental but we had a confrontation uh, amongst peter and will then we move into ryan and everybody confronts ryan and then everybody moves into martin and confronting my martin and then we get to chris which felt like Alice had a Jamie, and we'll get to Jamie in a second. Chris had the most uh, angst within the house. People were very upset with Chris, and he definitely didn't do anything to redeem himself here. This was a complete, uh, he backtracked here, calling Alou out. um, I mean, highlighting the fact that he had a low IQ. Uh, Alou stands up and says, hey, I'm black excellence. I've got a master's degree. Like, really puts Chris in his place. But another confrontation. We're starting out with five confrontations during Men Tell All. And Rick, who probably is the guy who, like, we trust most in the house that was up there on that stage, besides maybe Rodney, he said that he was roommates with him and still doesn't believe him. He said that outrageous thing. Remember, he was like, I've been some sexual innuendo with hotter girls. And I'm like, okay, first off, I don't even know that there are hotter girls in existence than Michelle. So I really don't like you now. What a weird thing to say, too. Like, even, you know, people can blame it on locker room talk or whatever. But, like, at any point, if any guy's, like, I've hooked up with hotter girls and the girl I'm with right now. Like, that's just a weird thing to say. Like, and have your mindset around and a weird place to put yourself within. Um, If that's true, again, it's good that Chris went home. Now, I'm, I'm, you know, this is the whole thing got weird to me because you're right. Maybe that's why this episode felt so heavy at times because there were so many interactions with people and so little um, even desire. They didn't even ask for forgiveness. They just apologized. Like, hey, I'm, I'm sorry that I hurt everybody in this room. It's like, well, okay, but like you're not still taking accountability. And that moves us into yeah. Jamie because Jamie, in my opinion, took no accountability. In fact, and I know people on here are going to get upset with me. I know they're going to get fired up. And I've been very good about this for a long time. But Jamie described himself multiple times <laughs> during this episode saying, you know, I'm the type of guy that likes to be a coach too and an encourager uh, too. I'm the type uh, of guy that, that wants honesty. I'm telling oh, you. That is so Jamie though. Like J- Jamie 
radiates self-describing in that way. Oh, it's so repulsive. And so I hope people hear it and go, hey, when somebody does this, when they tell you they're a nice person, it should raise a little red flag. I'm not saying the biggest red flag, <laughs> but when somebody says, I, you know, I'm, I'm the type of person that likes to encourage others. Oh, cool. Like, good for you. Show me. Because I haven't seen it yet. Like, yeah. and Michelle calls him out. I thought Michelle did a great job at saying, Jamie, it's nice that you're sitting up there apologizing. It's nice that you're up there telling me how great I am. But you did none of that actionably when it mattered. You're just doing it now because you feel forced to. That was her exact words. I'm not saying that any of these people should be punished. I'm just saying they should be called out. You, you should be called out when your actions don't meet your words. And you should yeah. try to adjust a little bit to helping your actions match your words. If you're going to say you're a nice guy who likes to be an encourager, you better do it. Yeah. And he was like, you know, I, I know I, I didn't uh, say that I was the one that brought it up, but, you know, I, I thought I might do that. I may fess up to it. But then it just like, I guess I just didn't. It, it, so the first part of this whole episode is confrontations. It's drama. Uh, probably more confrontations and drama than we've seen uh, in a long time. I can't remember the last time this type of thing happened on a live show. But you know what? That being said, did we really care about seeing all of this? Because I remember when the, the tell-all would happen and I would be like, oh my God, so-and-so is going to have to sit close to so-and-so. Mm -hmm. And they're going to have to face that. Like, you know, people made a big deal when I was going to have to, like, confront Kelsey or, like, when on your season, the twins and Olivia. Like, yeah. there were things that felt, like, so unresolved. There was there was nothing about this tell-all where I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm scared for I'm scared for so-and-so. Mm -mm. No, maybe. I mean, I wonder if a maybe Jamie. Yeah, maybe Jamie. I would say maybe Jamie. I'd wonder if a little bit of that comes to Ashley from your Girl. investment and our investment into Michelle and her love story, because so much of this season has been us talking about, you know, the, the guys at the end and the guys that she matches with that the drama just feels like it a, a little bit takes away from that. And so it hasn't been something we've gotten super into. There hasn't been. Uh, cliffhanger storylines necessarily on an episode yeah. that were like, yeah. oh, I can't wait till next week to see how this plays out. They're mostly just stupid arguments from people being stupid. You know what? That's a, that raises a good point. Normally, you know, for the past, I'd say like five years, there's been non-complete episodes where like we don't end after a rose ceremony, yeah. but almost all of these episodes have ended after a rose ceremony. And now I miss the other way. No, I don't. I like to come. You don't? You like the conclusion? Yeah, I don't like to be thinking about it all week. I want to just close. I want to close <laughs> close the laptop after I get sent the screener and say I'm done. Um, but that's just me. Well, uh, next big moment after the commercial break, we come into Caitlin uh, asking Tasha uh, why, she, why she's not wearing her engagement ring. This is a big moment right. in the episode, uh, especially for a host to kind of have to be put on the hot seat. Ashley, what would you think? I thought it was really awkward. Yeah. I didn't I didn't like I did not like the way it was done. I know that they wanted it to be addressed and that's totally I mean I I don't know if that's cool. I mean if it was cool with Tasha then it's cool with me. 
but I just thought it was weird to just be like, oh, hey, friend. I noticed your ring's not on. Maybe we should address this now in the middle of the episode. I felt like it could have been placed somewhere else. Uh, I, I don't know. How how did you feel about it? just thought it was awkward. I mean, not that it's going to be, like, not awkward, but... Well, just from a flow standpoint, it was weird because all the drama was done. You know, they were getting ready to bring Rodney onto stage. And so, you know, best case scenario is Taisha gets confronted on this. She explains herself, and then she puts a smile on her face and interviews Rodney. That's impossible. She just got to have a relationship probably, I mean, a, a week or two before this episode. And so, had it was just hard. She, she apparently filmed this episode the day of or the day after the breakup was announced. So, it's been within the past two weeks. Yeah, so, I mean, just from a flow perspective it felt oddly placed i thought it could be done at the very end uh at the very beginning uh yeah but right in the middle like right before they bring good old rodney up to talk see exactly actually i think it would have been okay at the end because it was like okay well we're gonna continue to watch michelle's love story um but taisha we have a little bit of an update on what has happened um with yours so that happens. Uh, Rodney comes up on stage. Tasha then walks off the stage. I'm sure to take a breather, um, just to refocus. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I think it was, it was just probably needed. But Rodney comes up. Yeah, it looks a little bit like almost stagey, but yeah. I'm sure it wasn't. I agree. Um, I bet you she was sitting there for a second and trying to compose herself, blink back the tears, you know, try to console that lump in her throat. And she probably was like, I can't do it. And it's going to be really awkward if I'm sitting here and I start crying in front of him about what's going through my brain and my heart. Yeah. So, you know, the, I think that she probably just said, okay, in her head, like, let me just walk off for a second. Yeah, makes sense. I, I agree. It did look and feel, I mean probably because so much of this episode like they had the streaker uh, they had the guy yeah. um, serving Will um, they there is something else that happened during this yeah. episode I, I forget at this point it, so much of it kind of felt like these are weird things that happen on a mental all that's supposed to be live mm-hmm. that um, this was like if kind of fell into that category of the one off weird thing but I'm, yeah. I'm sure it was just Tasha needing a break yeah. and saying but yeah it just with this in, within this episode it felt a little weird but anyways rodney gets on stage uh nothing major here in my opinion other than just finding no. out that rodney is still a good dude and <laughs> their relationship moved really slow and that it didn't make sense long term for them to stay together caitlin does say that maybe he'll find love on the beaches of mexico and i have to say if there's one guy in this group that i feel like we're definitely going to see as a rootable, more romantic character in Paradise, it would be Rodney. Yeah. Another shoe-in for Paradise, I would say, would be Peter. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that too. Rodney Rodney is a rootable character. I'm, I'm excited to see him in Paradise. I think he'll do great in Paradise. He's He reminds me of a lot of the guys who have done really well there and met the loves of their mm-hmm. lives there. Just a nice guy looking for love, honest, um, and... Uh, and and just a, a kind human that you feel like you want to be around. Well, yeah. this brings us into a little break where we uh, officially get to dive into Clayton's season of The Bachelor. Uh, the guys start talking about Clayton because he is not there. Um, 
we get to find out a little bit more about how they feel about Clayton. It feels like they all really like him, that they think he's going to do great. Um, let's just go then and talk, since we're talking about Clayton, talk about his preview. Ashley, the preview uh, that was aired seems dramatic, seems intense. Um, not what I expected, but I want to hear your thoughts before I share mine. Don't know whether I should say this or not, but there was a girl, but I'm going to say it anyway. At the opening of Audrey's, there was a girl that in attendance who was on Clayton's season. And she texted me yesterday during the uh, the airing of this preview. And she was like, oh, my gosh, preview just aired. Feels really intense. Um, one of my friends is heavily involved in the preview. And... Uh, She's like, it's just it's just so crazy. And I'm like watching this and I'm like, actually, it looks good. Um, does it look like in more intense than another Bachelor season? I'm not sure. I think there's so much focus, though, on that top three. We don't we don't have any other vibes as like how it's going to be throughout as he weeds through the girls. I was surprised that he admits openly that he was intimate with more than one person. Oh, okay, okay. So that's Ben. You're really on top of things today, no, as I have pregnancy good. brain. I'm feeling good. Uh, wow. Uh, that was interesting because the only reasoning as to why I would think he would say that in that moment would be if he lied to one of them or lied to both of them previously and said, "I." didn't with the other person because isn't it usually kind of assumed that it that, that there's a strong possibility at the top two or whatever that might be that after fantasy suites that has been done <laughs> do you do you know what i mean i think it's I mean? the assumption like, i i think that's the assumption and i think like usually it's not. I think that usually the lead doesn't end up sleeping with like all three in the fantasy suite. But those are things that are addressed later on in private where mm -hmm. it's like, oh, by the way, I didn't. Why does he feel the need to no. tell both of them in that moment? Well, I think it's the assumption. I also think people don't talk about it because it brings up something. I mean, if you're the lead, you signed up for everything to be aired out on the table, everything to be seen and known about you. If you're a contestant, you've semi done that, but you don't expect, uh, I mean, Nick Vile was famous for this back in the day with Andy, but like you just don't expect it to be talked about unless you both agree upon it, because maybe you don't want the whole world knowing what happened in the fantasy suite. So it's assumed by the audience. It's probably assumed by the cast members, but I agree with you that the conversation typically happens in private if you did. Because it's just healthier and you've probably not had the opportunity to go up to that person and be like, hey, are you okay if I talk about the fact that we were intimate in the fantasy suite? Like, I just feel like if you haven't had that conversation, it's not exactly wise to just throw it out there. But there has to be a reason why he's throwing it out there. Either he feels like he has to. He feels like he feels guilty. Like something happened. That's not a good guilty. excuse, though. It's not a good excuse. No, I'm not saying it's definitely not a good, a good excuse. It, it, what would be a... a you only can say that kind of stuff publicly if you believe it's wise and healthy for every party involved. And unless like guilt or, or whatever is not the reason to do that, you have to say, no, I'm, I'm, I'll wait and have this conversation afterwards. 
Um, but <laughs> so bizarre that he wouldn't even pull them each aside and been like, hey, I have to tell you something. It's so he weird. Just does it there in front of the two of them so they could just look at each other and be like, uh, this is weird. <laughs> Well, hey, we don't know a lot about Clayton. We don't know about a lot about his season, but we do know somebody who it's been a while since she came on the podcast. She is the founder of this podcast, the executive producer of the podcast. She has Yay. met Clayton very recently uh, at an iHeart event. She's been able to spend time with him, and she's coming on the podcast right now to tell us her thoughts on our new bachelor, Clayton. What keeps baby skin healthy? a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that's so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. One guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for The Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. 
Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Let's talk about something we all can relate to: hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally, the best thing. Ever. For real, Nair's nuisance turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like, this is so awful, but I I do like need to do it. <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long, it, ugh, no, ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let them sit there for a little bit, and it's so much better than shaving. They also have like um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. And really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving Like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I said that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. We have Amy Sugarman, our producer on the line. She hung out with Clayton for apparently an extended period of time at LA's Kiss FM Jingle Ball. Amy. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. It's been way too long. I know. I'm always watching and listening, but... Welcome back to your podcast. First of all, all, I have to tell you, Ashley, oh my God. So last night I was in the bathtub, which is like, you know, what I do. 
Yeah. So I had my phone and I'm going through my Instagram. Oh my God. First of all, I feel horrible for you because I knew it was bad, but your Instagram where you showed all the pictures and video of you. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, I love the Instagram. It's pretty good. So, so for everyone listening, so Ashley showed all these like beautiful models, pregnant, like just living their <laughs> best lives. Like pregnancy is just a joy and like, yeah, they had blowouts and makeup and perfect outfits. <laughs> yeah, and then it's just Ashley barking, Puking. looking horrendous, <laughs> crying, yeah. horrendous, like in pain, doubled over. Like, <laughs> I'm Jared laughing. Jared's just like laughing, going, "Are you okay?" Like, yeah. it brought and me I'm joy, you, which I I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, Ash, but I'm sorry, it did bring me joy. <laughs> No, it brought me joy too. Honestly, I watched it. I watched it, of course, many times when I was creating it. But then even yesterday, while reading comments, I would find myself going back to rewatch it because like people liked it so much. Oh my gosh. I was like, let me see. I think I watched it. Why do they love it? I watched it eight times. Uh, I was like, I I have to do this again. Uh, oh my gosh there really was more gnarly things that i could have included but i like i texted you guys uh i had a more extended like throw up clip i did not ever show any vomit like you don't see anything coming out of my mouth but like you can see you can see like i'm actually like no you looked uh heaving you know what i mean so i <laughs> yes thank you for your honesty see amy this is what is i want to hear like i want to I want to hear people say you look your worst because like that is honesty. And that is what I say about myself. I don't need pleasantries. It does not make me feel better. It makes me feel like you're lying to my face. Oh, no. First of all, you're very pretty, Ashley, but you look beyond. And number two, like I've had sleepovers with you. So I know that even when you wake up, you look pretty. So like you look so bad. Like, mm-hmm. I'd say you're still glowing. I'm just going to keep on oh that. She's still glowing, in my opinion, because you're so funny. Yeah. Amy you, and Ben, you are very funny as well for saying that. So anyway, yeah. The, I t- OK, so what I was saying was on TikTok, when I had just a tiny bit more of the, the barf bag scene, they flagged it for graphic slash violent content Mm. so when i put it on instagram i was like okay um i guess i will just edit a little bit just like fudge it a bit so that nobody has to actually see the hurl can't be offensive anyway anyway so sorry we got distracted so yes we did i'll tell you guys what happened and it was pretty rad so michelle young who i really liked when I met her in person, that was my first time meeting her in person, was coming uh-huh. to Jingle Ball. So at the last second, they emailed us and said, hey, would you guys want Clayton to come? And obviously my response was like, um, hell yes. So yeah. he wasn't like allowed to do any interviews, but he could oh. come and like take photos because I think, you know, it's too early. He's not the show doesn't premiere till January 3rd. Are you sure that they're just not scared that we're going to be further convinced he has no personality? No, because here's what I'll tell you. So I was a full naysayer. Like, I was like, I don't know about this. I met him. So he walked up and like, he was so charming. And first of all, he still had to have a mask on. And like, so I couldn't even see his face yet. And he was so charming, charming in the eyes. Here's what he reminds me of. 
Chris Souls meets Ben Higgins. So he oh. sort of has like the body type of Chris Souls. That's intense. It's awesome. Like I'm telling you guys, I was not sold. And now I'm like DVR set. So really? Yes. Second of all, he was, we had all these protocols where you had to be like tested and vaccinated and all these things. So he was allowed to take his mask off. So then I saw the dreamiest smile, excellent teeth. Like I'm telling you guys, the teeth and the smile was, it was just like sparkling, good personality. Like I only got to talk to him for maybe like, I don't know, it was probably 10 minutes, but here's what I thought was super interesting. And I was not being flirty because I'm a hundred years older than him. But I remember <laughs> touching him. Like I gave him like the pat on the arm and like touched his like upper arm and lower arm, which I'm like, why am I doing that? And it's because he's so cool and charming. Mm, you've never touched my arm. <laughs> yes, I have. I'm sure I have. But he has the personality of Ben Higgins, the body type. That's of That's a very strong statement. I know. He has the body type of crystals, thinner, but like very tall, like very, Midwest, very tall. burly, carries trees strong like yes like that guy is going to be able to lift up every single one of those girls with one strong arm. like lumberjack <laughs> strong like mark Wahlberg, but tall oh geez okay yeah right. wow. so so we should get behind this now i mean I'm, we've never been a clayton hater we just no. have been confused or like a little bit off on how this was such an easy choice i'm telling you guys i was not yeah. i was like i don't know so like i'm not saying i was Yay, this is the guy. I was very, I don't know. And now I have totally done a 180. I'm like, this guy is the old school bachelor that I loved. Like, reminds me of the ones that See, we like loved. a Brad Wall Mac yes. type. But better, okay. Chris Souls. Like, Chris Souls meets Ben Higgins. Not as funny mm. as right. Wells. So I'm not going to say Wells. Like, not haha hilarious charming like ben kind there for the right reasons dare i say so then i said so i have heard that the season's very good but sometimes i hear that and i don't know if it's actually true or if somebody's trying to like trick me so we get excited mm -hmm. <laughs> so i said i heard the season's really good and he goes for me or for television and i was like oh well that's that's promising for all of us <laughs> so i felt so here's what i'll say I'm going to watch and I'm okay. excited. Oh my goodness. Well, yeah. this changes things. We we can usually trust Amy Sugarman on her opinion yeah, because she gets a lot of people. inside scoop. Uh, she gets to meet a lot of these people. So we can usually trust her. There's never been a bachelor I haven't met. Really? I've met every single bachelor from the 1700s till now. <laughs> and this guy definitely has that thing when he walks in the room you're like oh like very celebrity like star you know how they say like mm -hmm. they suck the air out of the room well of course I was outside with like 18 masks on but at the same time I was like yeah mm. this guy's got it he had a twinkle in his eye and his smile was so dreamy great mm. smile well here's what I'm concerned about because if you've <laughs> met every bachelor since 1700 and I'm the <laughs> only one you've ever given a job I'm nervous that my job may be up as of next year. Never, Stop. never, Ben. No. Never. Okay. You can just 
like Ashley, have some babies. Yeah, we'll be fine. puppy. We'll be totally Cup- fine. Couple puppies. Please have kids at the same time. Well, I, actually, <laughs> Jess is uh, too young. That's, don't well, do that. I don't know how we expedite this process. Amy, thanks for coming on the Almost Famous podcast. Um, Merry Christmas. I love you guys so much. <laughs> Appreciate love you. Love you, Amy. Amy. We truly really miss Talk seeing you in, like you in person. On our text trail. Okay. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, let's wrap up the last part of the tell-all, which is when Michelle arrives. She does her pleasantries with Rodney and with Rick and, you know, just like, you guys are great. Like, hope the best for you. The one she really couldn't get behind was Jamie. No. She like, she was like, no, not letting Jamie get away with this. Um, It's just, yeah. She, she put yeah, her foot no. down. She said, no, this isn't okay. Like, you know, as we talked about earlier, the, the explaining part was really what she said, no. This is this is not yeah. happening. We do have to because I know we're closing up this segment. We do have a couple just final notes here. Um, one, we do see the sneak peek for the rest of the season. Uh, nothing shocking there. The shocking part of the episode, the weird, maybe the weirdest part of the episode. One I'm happy about is Peter brings out pizza for everybody in the cast and for the host and Michelle, mm-hmm. who you know, just as you said, Michelle was absolutely awesome during this whole episode. Uh, she was just there for a short period of time, but she looked beautiful. She handled herself well as she has the whole season. But the pizza comes out. They have a bite of pizza. And then all of a sudden, Will and Peter are good. Friends? Friends. <laughs> they hug. What happened? You know, look at what the power of pizza can do. I guess. I mean. It's, that was sweet. It was sweet. And, and, and what? I mean, come on. Peter just got a commercial pretty much on ABC prime time for his pizza restaurant. I mean. Who really won in this process? Oh, Peter definitely won. Uh, Michelle said that it was, she said it was good pizza too. So, I mean, I was wondering how it lasted cross country. I was like, yeah. is it really good right now? Yeah, <laughs> doesn't dry eyes can do, Ash. Well, hey, um, we're going to take a break here. When we come back, we are going to do Bachelor Headlines. <laughs> What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that's so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? (laughs) Yeah. 
or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay. I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Let's talk about something we all can relate to: hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally, the best thing. Ever. For real, Nair's nuisance turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like, this is so awful, but I 
I do like need to do it. <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long. Oh, no. Ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argon oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let it sit there for a little bit. And it's so much better than shaving. They also have like, um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. Really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I said that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Yes, it is time for Bachelor Headlines with our resident expert, Ashley Iconetti. Well, a lot of these headlines are around Colton Underwood. So we're going to highlight a few of them. The first one is this. Um, well, before we get into it, Ashley, have you seen Colton's documentary? I did. I watched it all. I watched it all pretty fast. It's only three hours. Um, I really, I enjoyed it. Uh, I think it was really good storytelling. Uh, there was a lot of depth. There's some good messages in there. Um, the one about the episode about faith was very interesting hmm. uh, and how he has navigated, um, being a Christian while also admitting to himself that he's gay. Hmm. And then I also found the episode where... <laughs> these guys were trying to like kind of integrate him into the gay community. And he just was like uncomfortable mm -hmm. with jumping in like that. So I would, I would definitely say, give it a chance. De definitely say like, you know, watch it if it's not your cup of tea, whatever. But like, I, I thought it was good. I haven't watched it, uh, but, but there are, there's a few things I understand people having issues with. Okay. First off, like we have to say, like, I want to say every time, Nothing excuses what he did with his treatment of Cassie. And he acknowledges this in the docuseries. He also brings up Cassie a lot. And that kind of brings us to our first headline. Yeah. Where Cassie doesn't really like this very much. No, it doesn't. Well, I haven't seen it. Um, You know, Colton came out this week and said that nobody from Bachelor Nation reached out to him kind of after coming out. And that's just not true. So it, it kind of erupted in my gut a little bit because i know yeah of, so you're kind of like oh well I'm, i don't want to watch it now yeah kind of i mean maybe that's pride maybe that's i need to get over that and, I, and I, maybe i will but you know i know of multiple people that did including myself um including friends of mine that reached out to him yeah so i don't know why yeah. he's saying that like i just don't get it i don't know if that's a good headline i don't know if it makes the rest of us look unsupportive or what he said he said chris harrison was the only one who reached out and i knew that you had and I had a couple other names in mind that probably did as well. I mean, I sent him a book about like how you navigate, like from a buddy of mine, about how you navigate really? uh, being a Christian and coming out. So like, 
I just don't really? understand this stuff sometimes. Like, it's like, are you just trying to make everybody else look bad and for people to feel bad? Because like, Colton, I know people who did, including myself. And so that's just a lie. Like it is. You live so close together too. Yeah. I mean, so I, I don't understand that, but I haven't watched it yet. Uh, here's the first headline. Cassie Randolph thinks it's inappropriate for Colton Underwood to speak out about their relationship. This according to E. Before I read the headline, I do want to say there was one lingering question I left the series questioning after I was done watching the series. And that is, why didn't he reach out to Cassie and say I'm gay first before coming out publicly? Because there's this scene in it where they like he and his friend and his dad debate whether or not Cassie is going to reach out the day of the GMA, the GMA interview. And Colton and his dad don't think so. But I'm just like, why didn't you reach out to her before this? That's crazy. He does allude to him not being able to speak about certain things publicly. And maybe because of legal issues, he can't even reach out to Cassie herself. But I don't know. But this is what Cassie says um, or sources say that Cassie feels. Um, She doesn't love that her name keeps being brought up. This is a source exclusively told E this. She has definitely moved on from that time of her life. She thinks that it's inappropriate that Colton has continued continuously spoken about their relationship, but understands it's part of his journey. She... um, she went through a lot. They went through a lot together and she prefers not to talk about that chapter and to keep moving forward in her life. She's really happy right now and is in a healthy relationship. Cassie has not spoken to Colton in a very long time and they do not have a friendship. Yeah. Well, um, you know, there's there's obviously Cassie is affected by all of this and um, she is definitely entitled to that opinion. Well, uh, next headline is this Colton Underwood goes Instagram official with boyfriend Jordan C. Brown to celebrate his birthday. This according to E. Yes. So he is um, a political consultant. We've talked about this before when they were spotted in Hawaii a couple months ago. Um, this is his boyfriend, Jordan, who it seems that he's been with uh, for at least a couple months now. They say that they're in love and they're very happy. And on his birthday, Colton did on his story. He said this. Happy birthday to my dog-loving family man, corn-fed love in another photo. And then um, the two of them with the dogs in another photo. And um, recently, Colton has said that they're very happy and very in love. And uh, yeah, again, have been together for several months now. Well, moving on from Colton, we do have a headline that hurts all of us here. I mean, oh, it's the saddest thing. Dean Ungler and Kaylin mourn their dog, Pappy. Hardest day of their lives. We know Pappy well. We loved Pappy a ton. Pappy was the sweetest. We got to hang out with him on multiple, um, like, sleepover occasions. Uh, Kaylin was talking to me at your wedding about how she felt like she didn't, that she felt like she didn't have much more time with Pappy. They did... They were told when they first adopted him two in two over two years ago that he probably only had a year at best, but he he got two years with them. And they wrote on Instagram today, our sweet little man left our earth. He took his final breaths in the arms of his loving mother, mm. um, 
we weren't there for the beginning or the middle of his life, but we were there for what we believe to be the most important part, the end. And he was just treated so amazingly. They were the best dog parents. That that boy was showered with love and adventure. Uh, we love Pappy. And care. Yeah. Well, um, that's just tough. That's really hard. Well, um, on to then, switching gears is a hard transition, but it's on to something really exciting. Uh, somebody that was on our season of The Bachelor... Season 20, Bachelor Nation's Amanda Stanton is engaged to boyfriend Michael after less than one year together. This is according to Us Weekly. Yay! We are so happy for Amanda and Michael. If you guys follow her on Instagram, you know that Michael is very doting towards the girls, her daughters. And he's also hilarious and he's a great chef and he seems to bring out the best in Amanda. She seems happy. She she seems so happy. She said on Instagram, I'm still freaking out and I'm shaking. Can't wait to tell you everything. All the love from y'all means so much. They, um, he also gave the daughters rings at the proposal, which is really cute. Uh, which is like, I'm, I don't want to just spend the rest of my life with your mom, but I want to spend the rest of my life with you guys too, which is just, oh, uh, I'm sure those girls loved it. Well, congratulations yeah. to both, both of them. Amanda is one of our favorites, and it's great to see her smiling with joy. Uh, somebody else smiling with joy right now is Bachelor Nation favorite Wells Adams to host pizza competition Best in Dough on Hulu. This is according to The Wrap. I know. It's a 10-episode unscripted series um, that will be, uh, you know, talking about. That'll be a it's for pizza-obsessed competitors from all walks of life to showcase their pizza slinging skills to battle it out for $10,000. So basically, if you are a pizza lover, it's a food show. It's a food competition about pizza and who makes the best pie. That's great. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, he's going to be awesome at it. Well, super happy. Yeah. And I, I do. There's not a headline on here. But Wells Adams spent some time uh, in Orlando just this week um, doing media for an upcoming golf tournament that we're going to be playing in. Uh, it, it, the golf tournament is sponsored by Hilton. Hilton Hotels. Uh, it is uh, a LPGA meets celebrity uh, golf tournament. It'll be aired uh, on the Golf Channel and NBC. And uh, Wells, I've played in this last two years. I've never had a friend there. Um, I've always kind of been like the one non-athlete uh, and non-big-time actor. Wells is playing in it this <laughs> year, and he came out publicly, I'd like to announce, and said that his only goal is to beat me. Well, I will tell you this right I now. For any feel of you, like you're better at golf. Nah, I'm not. He's really good. No, nah, he's really good. It, it, it's going to take a really good four days for me to beat him. But it doesn't mean that I'm not going to try my hardest. And I'm going to tell you this right now publicly, Wells Adams. I'm going to do everything I can to embarrass <laughs> you, embarrass you, make you cry on that golf course. So, <laughs> in January, you're going to see this one on NBC. NBC, please check it out. It's going to be a blast. Hey. All right, enough about me. On to Clayton, our next Bachelor. He said he did find love on Good Morning America. Now we know that could be with three people. <laughs> That's true. No, no shame here. Hey, no judgment, buddy. You do you. You figure it out later. Yeah, he said I did find love. I was a little skeptical, skeptical going into the whole journey, but I was so pleasantly surprised that things worked out 
uh, much differently than I thought. Um, he says that he's excited to, uh, this is interesting. He's excited to watch it back and to have everybody else watch it as well. Not many bachelors say uh, they're excited to watch it back. That sounds terrible. That sounds like my worst nightmare. <laughs> he said that he did say that one of the best things was getting comfortable with being uncomfortable and stepping out of his comfort zone. Well, there you go, Clayton. Good luck, buddy. He's going to do great. I can't wait for him to come on. I want to meet him. Um, so I can get a little bit of idea of who he is. I do think he's going to be, I mean, I do think he is a great dude. I just am still shocked at the process at which they went to picking him and how easy yeah. it was for them to pick him. Well, uh, somebody else that we love so dearly. She spent time with me at bachelor live on stage. So talented came to the wedding bachelor alum, Sydney Latwako announces engagement to fiance Nick one and done. She says this according to people. Yeah, this year she moved to Cincinnati to be with her boyfriend. She says one and done because she's never had a boyfriend before. And like me, basically, she had one and that's it. And she's happy and she's done. Um, she says, love you forever in the Instagram. Um, so we started talking back and forth via via Instagram and then texting and then eventually FaceTiming for three months before meeting in person. They met in um, August 2020, and they decided to take their relationship to the next level, and she moved in with him on a whim pretty fast, and there we go. The rest is history. Hey, she was with him on tour with you, right? No, she met him right no, after tour. No, she wasn't. Yeah, and she, she moved yeah, there. Yeah, okay, tw- August 2020. That's crazy. Wow. Super pumped for her. Uh, she's the best. Love her dearly. She actually got up on stage at my wedding and uh, showed the whole crowd her dancing skills. It was pretty impressive, I will say. Uh, Final headline of today. We talked about it earlier, and we're going to talk about it again because it's worth mentioning. Ashley and Jared's new cafe, Audrey's, opens with coffee, treats, and a nod to The Bachelor. Congratulations, Ashley and Jared, on this opening. thank you. So pumped for you guys. We talked about it earlier, but I just want to mention it again. Well, hey, um, everybody, that's it for today's episode. I would like to once again mention, make it a headline, make it a thing, blow it up, because at the Hilton Tournament of Champions, Wells Adams will be embarrassed. With that, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. Bye. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. 
Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.